0: This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership, and this week we're discussing giving beef calves a good start with Cash Yant, nutrition consultant with CHS Animal Nutrition. Cash it's of course, been dry across much of beef country this year. How could limited grazing for beef cows affect their calves this summer?
1: Yeah, good question, Mike. You know, it's uh, one of those seasons. It seems like it takes daily courage for these producers to to wake up and want to want to keep a smile on their face and and keep jumping uh, at the wheel here. Um, but you know, dry seasons really present us in, in the beef cow uh, industry with with a lot of challenges. Uh, you know, first and foremost is just pasture management. You know, maybe we typically turn out to pasture A on the 15th of June and we just haven't had the moisture to get to that point yet. Um, or maybe it's reduced allotments on forest service permits, uh, you know, reduction in the amount of pairs that we can even go up with. Um, so that there's a lot of challenges. But when we take a look at the long-term financial impact that, that reduced grazing ability has, um, you know, when we think about it, through the system of production to those calves, uh, first, obviously, is just milk production. Uh, reduced dry matter into that cow results in reduced milk production for that calf. Um, now, as those calves mature, of course, their intake of the milk to be, begins to decrease and their diet is replaced with dry matter. Uh, but if there's none for mom, then there's probably not very much left for the calf, right? Uh, and both of those then result in immunity challenges. Are we faced with increased vaccine costs? Um, are we increased with, uh, or you know, are, are we challenged with the increase? of the number of sick calves in the weaning pen in the fall Um, and ultimately all of that marries into the situation of having reduced weaning weights in the fall and here in Montana uh, that's what a lot of our industry gets paid on is pounds of beef on that truck or in that feedlot when weaning comes through so uh, you know the immunity is the biggest challenge that I would say Uh, pneumonia we can get through this summer as it becomes drier we get dust pneumonia um, if they're not getting very much milk through the summer, those passive antibodies to be able to keep the immune system kind of in check and at work for us is is also great, greatly reduced. Um, and yeah, it's just one big picture of the opportunity for probably a negative impact financially for these producers.
0: So when does creep feeding provide the best return on investment?
1: yeah uh well it depends if you ask right but my boss would say every day all year is the best day to creep some calves um but really when we think about the opportunity of liquidation in the cow herd um, or extending pasture that's when creep feed shines the best for us Um, we we have many research trials out there that we work with in chs that show us that for every 10 calves that are on creep feed we can extend or save enough grass for one mature cow So each of those calves that are going to intake their diet or their dry matter percentage of the diet coming from creep feed is going to leave standing forage for the mature cow. Um, so again, reducing the impact of your previous question. Um, and then we know that we're going to reduce about 40% of the pasture that those calves are con- going to consume. Um, when those cattle are eating about 1% of body weight, you know, so 200 pound calf eating two pounds of crepe feed a day, uh, can help extend that, that forage that we have out there, um, while delivering trace minerals, uh, you know, calves are pretty social animals. So having the crepe feeder, that's going to be there to deliver the copper zinc, the manganese, those that help spike the immunity, Um, can really be beneficial in those drier years as well. What makes for an effective creek feeding program? Yeah, well, this would be where my wife would uh, love to tell you on the conversation that uh, it comes down to personal management. Uh, And so when we think a lot about just raw product as itself, uh, we got to make sure it's fresh. Uh, you know, making sure that the the appetite is driven by the palatability of that product. You know, don't just fill it at the beginning of the season and know that that feed is going to last us the whole year. It does save us some labor, but it's going to reduce the impact that that creep is going to have on our profit. You know, keeping that product fresh, making sure that it flows out of those feeder gates. Um, and, and then again, feeder management. You know, we want to make sure that the gates are, are tall enough to get the calves in, but narrow enough to keep the cows out, right? We don't want to feed everybody creep feed. Um, and, and then just keeping the trough itself the tray that that creep feed flows down into keeping it clean is is uh is a you know a very valuable tool but it's often overlooked um you know as those calves get social and they hang out inside those creep gates uh they can get manure they can get feces they they can get moisture from rain that fall in there and that's reducing how palatable that product is so getting in the habit of checking it uh and then feeder location you know, we want to set it somewhere close to the water in the shade to start uh, where it's going to be interesting for everybody to hang out. And then as those calves grow, as they get to four or 500 pounds, pull that feeder away from the shade and the water. Uh, just like my wife pulls the cookies away from the front of the table, make me walk and pick one up. I eat a few less of them. So uh, same thing with discrete feed.
0: Good information. Hope you're not in trouble with your wife though.
1: Yeah. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. You guys have a good day.
0: All right. Thanks for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of co-op ownership from CHS at cooperativeownership.com.